uh, I've told this story probably here before. I know I've told it a number of times, but, but um, I, got, I actually was in, in a, a situation a number of years ago where I was ministering to this guy on an airplane. He was a rocker and, uh, and uh, played in a rock band. In fact, the whole plane was, whole section I was in was filled with these guys. And, and um, I wasn't looking forward to the flight home with them, to be honest with you, because they were all drinking and, you know, partying. And so, you know, they saw me reading my Bible and then they started really giving me a hard time. And so we take off and the guy sitting next to me leaned over to me, one of these guys, and he said, are you a preacher? And I said, yeah, I am. And he said, uh, he said, uh, I, he reached down in his bag and he pulled out a Bible about this thick, the old hardback Bible. And he said, I've been trying to understand this. Could you help me? And so all the way home from Los Angeles to Dallas, I talked to him about the Lord and, show, and from the Word of God. It was just an amazing time. So I asked him, I said, well, who are you? And what, what, what caused you to do this? And he, and, and he said this, he said, well, my best friend was Stevie Ray Vaughan. How many of you know who Stevie Ray Vaughan is? See, you're going to hell. You have no business knowing who Stevie Ray Vaughan is. Just, no, I'm just kidding because I, I did too. So trust me, I, I, I'm just picking at you. But he said, um, if you know him, then you know he was killed in a helicopter crash. And, and um, the... They found a Bible in his pocket, a little pocket Bible. And on the inside of it, he had written, I now know my destiny is with God. And so this friend of his said, ever since then, I've been pursuing finding out what that means. I want my destiny to be with God. Well, I was preaching up in um, uh, Louisville area a few weeks ago, and I shared this story, and, and, and I, that word destiny just kept ringing in my ears. Destiny. You know, destiny with God. Destiny. And, and sometimes if we're not careful, uh, we, we, we misunderstand destiny, and we, un, we misunderstand how it applies to our lives. And so let me just say this, destiny and fate are not the same thing, okay? Most of the world lives their life by fate. It's more of a quesera, sera, whatever will be, will be type life. And, and well, you know, uh, I can make some things happen, but you never know. In fact, even Christians, well, you never know what God's going to do. Well, I know what God's going to do. He's going to do what his word said he was going to do. But the point is, if you're not careful, even as a Christian, you can get caught up in that. And, and, and instead of living what God wants you to live and the destiny that he has for your life, you depend on something else. Now, I'm going to read a scripture to you out of Isaiah 65, verse 11. And I'm going to read it to you out of the Good News Translation because it's so clear the way it says this. Listen to this. But it will be different for you that forsake me, who ignore Zion, my sacred hill. Now listen. And worship Gad and Menai, the gods of luck and fate. Do you know that, that all throughout the, the, the history of mankind, there have been people who have not worshipped God, but they've worshipped other gods, and most of them were gods of luck and gods of fate. The sad thing is, the last part of this says, it will be your fate 
to die a violent death because you did not answer when I called you or listen when I spoke. You chose to disobey me and do evil. So listen, I don't know about you, but I don't want to live my life by luck. I don't want to live my life by fate. Well, whatever is going to happen, you know what's going to happen. Uh, that's not the way I want to live my life. And I found out I don't have to live the life of the, and, and worship the gods of luck and fate. I don't have to live that way. I don't have to allow those things to be my life. Because to be honest with you, those plans, uh, those things, fate and luck, are contrary to God's plans for your life. And I'm going to show you this from the Word of God today. Because he has a different destiny for you. He has a plan for your life and you need to understand that. Here's the word that's used. If you want to know one of the words that's used for this, it's called karma. Christians should never use that word. Don't ever, you know why? Because you're saying I am trying to make something happen where I can have good fortune, good luck. I can, I can have something that fate will be kind to me. If I do this, then something good's going to happen. Now we understand the principle of sowing and reaping. We understand giving and receiving, not just in a financial sense, but in a giving sense. But listen to me today and listen to me carefully. Karma is used with Buddhism and Hinduism, released by a person's actions to try to determine their fortune or their luck. Not living my life by fortune and luck. That's not my destiny. I was, I hope this image doesn't stick with you, but... I was reading an article about these, um, I believe they were Hindu, they were they, uh, men. And <laughs> I don't know whether I ought to say this or not. I guess I will. It was 10,000 naked men in an indoor arena in the dark and they were all in there to, to try to find one of the priests would take this stick with some writing on it. And it was a lucky stick. And they would throw that in the midst of this 10,000 men. Now this is a true story. This actually happens once a year. And the one who finds that stick has luck for a year. Now, you may not go that far, but you need to be careful how you live your life and understand that you don't have to live by luck. You don't have to live by fate. You have another way to live, another plan, another purpose in life, and it's called God's plan, God's will for your life. Amen. The message translation says it this way. But you who abandon me, your God... Who forget the holy mountains, who hold dinners for Lady Luck, and throw cocktail parties for Sir Fate. Well, you ask for it. Fate it will be. Your destiny is death. Pretty scary, isn't it? 
But that's not how we're to live our lives. That's not what God has for our lives. Are right, you gotten past the 10,000 naked men? Can I go on now? Race that out of your brain. Okay. Unfortunately, your destiny could be determined by fate. But it doesn't have to be. You know, some people are just lucky. You ever notice that? Really, I'm serious. In life, there are just people that are lucky. I, I had a, a, a good friend in college, one of my groomsmen in my wedding, and we were good friends, you know, in college. And, and uh, he was one of the luckiest guys I've ever met. It's like everything always just seemed to work for him. I mean, it was crazy how lucky he was. Um, in the 60s, one of the things that most of us in college were concerned about was going to Vietnam. Now, if you served in Vietnam, God bless you. But I'm telling you, I didn't want to go. And that was, I, I'm not unpatriotic, but I didn't want to go. I wasn't afraid to go. I just didn't want to go. And I don't want to get into that, but... But it's not, I'm not unpatriotic at all. But the point is, if you weren't raised in the 60s, you don't understand what I'm talking about. But, but bottom line, he got drafted. Back in those days, you had a number. If they called your number, you went. He got drafted. Do you know what his job was? Now, you think about this. They were sending thousands and thousands of soldiers to Vietnam. Do you know what his job was the whole time he was in, uh, uh, in the army? He played tennis. He played tennis. He never even wore a uniform unless he had to report to some, to some officer, he just wore civilian clothes and played tennis for the army. Pretty lucky. Except he died at 34 of cirrhosis of the liver. Let me tell you something. Luck doesn't last. And you don't want to live your life based on luck. You don't want to live your life based on fate. Well, you know, I hope it's going to work out. I'm doing everything I know to do to make it work out. hope it works out. And that's not the way we live our lives as Christians. That's not what God has for our lives. That's not our purpose in life. That's not his, our goals in life. That's not the direction that the Lord has for us. That's not how we, we're supposed to move forward in life. Destiny is a predetermined course of events. And often people think they're irresistible by an outside power, an outside agency. Okay? So just follow me here a minute because that, a lot of people believe that and they don't even serve God. They think there's something out there working for them or against them. That's luck and that's fate. We don't worship luck and fate. We worship God. Okay, it actually means a, 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 a fixed order of things established by a divine decree or 
by some connection of cause and effect. Let me explain that to you. That means that if you work hard enough, you can get a particular job. Or let's just say you want to be a doctor and you study and you go to school and you learn and you, and you, and you go to med school and you pass all the tests and you become a doctor. Well, people call that destiny. That's not destiny. That's fate created by your works, by your actions. Not saying it's bad. That's not what I'm saying at all. But you've got to get it in your head that some people try to make their own destiny and all they're doing is making their own fate. They're just creating their own little world. Thank you for your enthusiasm. A lot of times, one of the definitions of, of destiny is a determined uh, uh, condition by divine will or human will. There, there are amazing things that happen because of human will. But listen to me. There is a discernible difference between destiny created by human and a divine plan of destiny created by the Father for you. Big difference. Big difference. A lot of people are living on their own will, living on their own desires, and they're calling it God when really they're just living by fate, created by their, their actions. But you don't have to live that way. You don't have to live that way. God doesn't have, listen, God has purpose for you. God has plans for you. That doesn't mean he can't put a desire in you to, to, to achieve something in your life, but it better be because it's God's purpose is working and not just yours. Because you might just end up being very disappointed if you're not careful. Let me give you an example. We just here recently um, um, uh, in Shreveport uh, had a doctor who was arrested for fraud. Okay? The guy was a medical doctor. He was successful in what he did, but yet he wanted more and ended up getting caught for fraud with the, with the government. You, sometimes we think our, we can create what we want. It'll be fine. Everything will work. But sometimes it's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. Now, <clears throat> there, there, there are a couple of things that you need to understand about God's will, God's destiny. Because there are, there are several things that God has created that are unchangeable. Okay? One of them is found in Hebrews chapter 9. Now, some people will not even know this till they die. Okay, but Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 says it is appointed for men to die once. After this, the judgment. Nothing you can do about that. Listen, I don't want to discourage you today, but I want you to look at me. You're going to die. We're all going to die. It's appointed unto man once to die. Oh, not me, Pastor. I'm, I'm going in the rapture. Well, I hope that's true. I hope that's true for me. I hope it's true for you. But bottom line, listen to me. If that doesn't happen, then you're going to die. And young people, you think you've got it forever. It goes by quick. 
Okay? Forever is not ever. It goes by quick. Okay? So, that is a set destiny. That's not fate. That's God's destiny for humanity. I know that's real encouraging, but... But now here's the, here's the difference, okay? It depends on where you are in your life when you die. Whether you are serving God, Jesus is your Lord, or you're serving fate and luck. Let me, listen to this. This is what happens if you're serving fate and luck. Listen to this scripture, Isaiah 38 verse 18, Amplified Bible. Listen to this. For Sheol, the place of the dead, cannot confess and reach out the hand to you, God. Death cannot praise and rejoice in you. They who go down to the pit cannot hope for your faithfulness to your promises. Their probation is at an end. Their destiny is sealed. Once you take that last breath, your destiny is sealed. You know, I've watched, I've watched, I was watching a thing and it was about, it was a, um, a documentary about, I forgot, one of, the, one of the motorcycle groups, Hells Angels or one of, the, one of the banditos, I can't remember who it was. Now, and one of the guys was talking about when he died, he was going to party in hell. And I just smiled and said, yeah, right. Ain't no partying there ain't no partying. Your death, listen, your destiny is sealed. Okay? But now there's another side of this that I want you to see. Listen to this. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 and 5 says this. Listen. Just as he, God, chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Now listen to me. Let me explain this scripture to you because there are a lot of people that have some strange thinking about this. People think, a lot of people think, God chooses this one, he doesn't choose this one. God likes this one, God doesn't like this one. I have a pastor friend, I was talking to him one day, and he was talking about, I was asking him about his son who had not been living for the Lord, and he, he, I said, well, I believe God's going to get through to him. He said, well, I don't know. He may not be destined to be saved. I, I'm, I'm looking at him, and he's a friend, so I talked pretty straight to him. I said, what? <laughs> yeah, God chooses some. He doesn't choose others. I said, well, what about the scripture that says God's not willing that any should perish? But that all should come to the knowledge of the Son. What about that? He said, well, I'll have to think about that. I said, you might want to think hard on that. Okay, so let me show you what, so you can understand where the choosing comes in, where the destiny comes in. Listen to this. Just as God chose us, in him before the foundation of the earth. God doesn't choose people. He chooses whoever accepts his son. In his realm, every person 
is chosen before the foundation of the earth. Why? Because Jesus was slain before the foundation of the earth. His whole purpose was to redeem mankind. So the choosing was in Christ, not in a person. So what does that mean? It means that in his mind, in his heart, every person needs to be adopted. Every person. But here's where your destiny makes a choice. Listen to me. The predetermination is in adoption, not in you. So that tells me one thing. Listen. With God, my destiny is tied to Jesus. If I don't choose Jesus, then I'm left to fate and I'm left to luck. If I choose Jesus, then my path changes. There's a totally, completely different plan that goes into effect because I chose him. God planned it from the foundation of the earth. I didn't get a hold of it till I was 27 years old. But don't ever think that there's one person on this planet that God does not desire to be adopted into the kingdom. That's why we preach the gospel all over the world. That's why we go places that have never heard the name of Jesus and preach Jesus. In March, March the 10th, I leave to go to Beirut, Lebanon. And I'm going to be preaching over there, listen to me, to Christians and Muslims. Why? Because without hearing, they're not going to receive. And if they don't receive, their destiny is already determined. Y'all still with me? So you have to understand something. Whenever you choose Jesus, you choose God's destiny for your life. And it's an eternal, unchangeable destiny. A predetermined state. God has already determined it. God's already planned it. It's already a done deal. He's got something for you. Now listen. Sometimes when people hear this, they think, well, that means I'm going to go on the mission field or I'm going to be called to preach. It doesn't mean that at all. It means that God has a purpose and a plan for your life right where you are, right where you live and breathe every day. And if you will listen to him, he will guide your life every day and show you his purposes and his plans for you. And when you look back on your life, you will smile and say, I lived a life well-pleasing to God because I followed his plan for my life. You have to make that choice. Now, the other side of that is you're going to set your own course by your own will. This is what I want and I'm going after it and I'm going to get it. Well, great. Listen, great things have been accomplished by by human will. I mean, I I could talk to you for hours and you could read all kinds of things just about somebody just by their own willpower. They survive or by their own willpower. They pick themselves up by their bootstraps and they did something. I'm I'm not saying that's bad, but listen to me. That won't get you past your last breath. 
It won't get you past your last breath. But when you choose Jesus, it gets you past your last breath. It gets you into eternity. It gets you into a place where you're going to live an immortal life with the Father and with the Son. But here's the problem when it's your will, okay? When it's you and your will, you can only control you. You don't control all the other things around you. So what you want may be great and you may go for it and you may be pushing for it and I'm going to get this and all of a sudden everything crumbles around you. Then what are you going to do? Your, your fate, your destiny has fallen on hard times. Listen, my destiny was up for grabs without Jesus. I was, I was a, a um, fate and luck guy before I got saved. I rolled the dice. Really, I, I literally, I, I just kind of played my life by ear. What I wanted, when I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And I want to tell you something. That is a horrible life to live because it, the problem with it is it can lead people in a positive way, but it can also lead you in a negative way. How many people do you know that have gone down instead of up? And so you have to understand that the only time your destiny is chosen by your human will is when you choose Jesus. And from that moment forward, you're following his plan, his destiny for your life. Your life is not wrapped up in you any longer. It's wrapped up in him. Listen, if I could just paint this picture for you, the flow of divine destiny when God gets involved. Because I live my life by that luck, by that fate, by rolling the dice. And, and, and you know, I had some thing, good things happen to me. But something on the inside of me was miserable. Because I knew something's not right. Something's not right. But when I made Jesus the Lord of my life, it's like everything clicked. It's like the, the cogs in the wheel connected and things started rolling for my life. And I made up my mind, you know, this is a lot better than what I was doing. This is working a lot better. Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, what's next for me? What else, what, what's my direction? Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, I just want to praise you this morning. And whatever you got, I'm ready. You'd be amazed at what you can accomplish as a child of God. Just that simple operation in your life. Because you would be amazed at the person that he would say, hey, just talk to them today. Just pray for them today. Just help them today. Just bless them today. Just speak a word. Just that simple part of it. When I got saved, God began to work in my life in such a phenomenal way to bring me to my destiny that I'm still pursuing that it blew me away. It almost seems like you're cheating. Because things 
God just starts working things out that are not you trying to work something out. It's him trying to work something out. It's him bringing it together. It's him coordinating and bringing you where you need to be in your life. Well, I've screwed up my life so bad, join the club. But I want to tell you something. I found out with God, that means nothing. It doesn't matter what you did. He he doesn't even consider that. All he considered is, okay, let's go from here. Let's go. I got a plan for you. I've got purpose for you in your life. And I'm going to just tell you right now, you're not going to always understand it. But it's the greatest possible life you can live on this earth. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying. There's absolutely no life you can live on your own that would ever be greater than just pursuing God's destiny and will for your life and following his plan for your life, how, no matter how simple it may be. Well, I'm, I'm just a housekeeper. I just, I'm not going to be able to do anything for God. You know, we have a lady in our church who's a housekeeper. One day, the lady she was working for, now listen to me. The lady she was working for heard a voice, not, not the housekeeper, heard a voice that said, go out on Merriweather Road tonight. So Marie was walking by the door and she said, Marie, what's on Merriweather Road? And Marie smiled and said, my church. <laughs> no, it couldn't be that. It's Thursday. We're having special services tonight. Her and her husband came to church that night, listen to me, sat on the back row. This was their testimony. I don't know how we got to the front. We were in the back, and the next thing, we're standing at the front. And they both got saved. How would you like to do that? You know what? God's got a plan for you. It may not be that. It may not be exactly like that. God put me on the airplane with that man that I was able to minister to. He, he could do that. He, he loves to do stuff like that. He loves to guide your life. He loves to, to move you, <coughs> excuse me, bring you into places that you never imagined. He can lead you to do something different than what you're doing. You never know. I'm not trying to dictate Well, I worked hard and I went to college and I got a degree and I've got this business or I've got this career. Great. The Bible never teaches that you leave your career or leave what you're doing. In fact, it tells you Paul wrote just the opposite. No, stay with what you got. But you'd be surprised how different it'll be when you're serving God. how different it is and how he can guide you and instruct you and teach you and and you can be a blessing to other people your life becomes a, 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 a flower that has bloomed because now you're living in a different world you're living in God's world he's got such an amazing future with amazing possibilities for your life when you start pursuing God's plan and destiny for your life it's the best life possible. You know, the enemy always tries to, to, to convince Christians, I've got a better life for you. He's, he's done that to me more than one. Hey, 
you remember when you were doing this? And I said, yeah, I remember. And I also remember I was going to hell. I also remember. No, I'll live with what I got. Thank you. I'm serving God. He's got the plans for me. He's got the destiny for me. He's got the future for me that I need. Listen to this scripture. This will help you. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We are God's own handiwork. His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. No wonder Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life. And that you might have it more abundantly. Well, I'm a Christian and I'm struggling. Well, imagine what you would do if you were not a Christian and you were struggling. You, ha- you don't have the resources. Listen, I, everybody in their life has struggled. Anybody that tells you they hadn't, they're lying to you. <clears throat> but here's the thing. I'm not alone when I struggle. Number one, God's got a plan for me. He's got a destiny for me. And not only that, I have his power. I have his wisdom. I have his understanding to get past anything that I'm challenged with and to go forward in the kingdom of God. I'm not talking about a utopia here. I'm talking about living the best life you can live. And that's as a child of God. Here's the sad part, okay? A lot of Christians... Want to go to heaven. I don't blame you. And they make that choice. They choose Jesus. But then they submit themselves in their earthly life to luck and fate. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And I'm going to try to do this and I'm going to try to do that. Let me tell you. Listen, I've tried that as a Christian. I'm just going to tell you right now, it just doesn't work. I would rather bow my knee and say, Father, what do you want? Father, what's my next step? What do I need to do now? Rather than trying to do something on my own. But the sad thing about it is, there are a lot of Christians that live that way. There's a scripture, and I... I'll just read it to you. It's real simple. Paul was writing. He said, For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. Demas was a believer. You go read. He followed Paul. He, was, he hung out with the apostle Paul. But it says that he left because he loved the world. You know what? Demas became a gambler. He was gambling his future on how he could live his life in the world. I don't want my fate determined by anybody but God. I don't want my destiny determined by anybody but God. So that means I'm going to stay close to him. I'm going to live for him. I'm going to live the best I can in every moment so that I can serve him. God's best for you on earth can be an exciting series of adventures in Christ that puts you on the cutting edge of God's purposes and plans for humanity. You took up an offering today. You know, you, you, you 
committed to give today. Portion of that money goes to missions. That money goes to missionaries preaching the gospel where you'll never go. You're affecting humanity. You cross someone's path that you don't know. God uses you. You're affecting humanity. You're doing something far greater than any, any person of wealth could do just because they live a grand lifestyle. That grand lifestyle will be nothing without Jesus. Every person has moments of destiny with God. This may be your moment today. You may be here today living your own life, living how you want to live. You have a chance today to step over into God's destiny for your life today. Usually it's first manifested by salvation. It was with me. When I made Jesus my Lord, man, my destiny started unfolding before me. Totally different than what I was going to do. Just like what it said in Ephesians, I was born anew. I found another path to follow. It will carry you through life if it's treasured. Every day, Lord, I want your purposes in my life. Show me what I need to do. Lord, is there something I need to do? Holy Spirit, today, reveal to me what I can do to affect humanity. Maybe it's just pray. But here's the thing about it. Once you start doing that, you'll start getting a taste of God's destiny and how powerful it is and how amazing it is. Ooh, God's got, look at what God did. Look at the, and you start treasuring it and you start hungering for more of it. And the more you hunger for it, the more he smiles and says, I got more. I got more. So, Here's the question as we close today. Will you put your hands, yourself in the hands of fate and luck or put your trust in the Father to lead you to your destiny? Read Isaiah 65, 11 again. Listen. It will be different for you that forsake me who ignore Zion, my sacred hill, and worship Gad and Menai, the gods of luck and fate. What are you going to worship? You worship the God of luck and fate. You're going to worship the true and living God who has a destiny that is beyond compare to anything else. Not even comparable to anything else. It's your choice. I want you to bow your heads with me real quick. If you would, just bow your